Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Coming up this hour, we have Stephen Arterburn with 100 Days to Freedom from Anger and his latest book. Yeah. Looking forward to that conversation with uh, Stephen Arterburn in just a little bit here. I think a lot of people kind of wrestle with anger, struggle with anger, don't know what to do with anger. I do not. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think one of the things that as a, a Christian is sometimes we don't know exactly what to do with anger because we still have feelings and emotions and, you know, you hear something uh, where the Bible talks about in your anger, do not sin. Well, okay, what does that even mean? And what does that look like? And so many of the Proverbs and other places talk about the danger of anger and, and giving into that. So, you know, there can be the temptation when we feel the anger starting to whelm up to just kind of try and bury its ugly little head Mm -hmm. and not let it out. But then we're stuffing emotion and we end up learning to turn off emotion in some way. And so, yeah, so much dysfunction that can go along with that. So I think it would be a fascinating conversation with Stephen Arterburn coming up in just a little bit. A hundred days to freedom from anger. Wouldn't that be nice if you struggle with anger to be free from that in a hundred days? Perseverance is what that's looking like because that's a third of a year. Yeah, a little less than, but... Still, just taking those steps to, uh, you kind of look at it as bettering yourself, but more than that, it's learning to walk with the Lord in something that is a challenge to you. Mm -hmm. Possibly that is a challenge. Everyone gets angry from time to time. There's no doubt about that. But if it's something that the pattern just stays with you day in and day out, it's probably time to take a look at that. Sure. Sure. It's the daily struggle, right? It is the daily struggle. And, you know, we look at Jesus as he's the ultimate role model. He had anger. Mm -hmm. And so what did he do? How did he handle that? How did he process? How was he able to experience those feelings and emotions and anger and still not sin? And I think that uh, is a question I'm looking forward to asking Stephen Arterburn. Coming up in just a little bit, maybe you've got a question about anger, or you want to join the conversation at some point uh, this hour, you can call in at 800-555-7898. You can also leave a comment or a question on the Facebook page on Facebook. You're just looking for Don and Steve in the morning. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Hey, we're glad you're with us as we uh, dive into a conversation with Stephen Arterburn, and I've been looking forward to this he is the founder and chairman of New Life Ministries, best-selling author, more than 10 million books in print, and uh, addresses a lot of topics that I think we struggle with on a day-to-day basis. And today we're going to spend some time talking about anger. And uh, is it possible to get freedom from anger? I know he's going to say yes. In fact, you could do that in 100 days. Stephen, welcome. Good to have you with us this morning. Thank you. It's great to be on Don and Steve and Steve today. That, exactly. Mm-hmm. We uh, affectionately call them Briggs, but and that's only because there are too many Steves around this place. We, we only hire Steves, exactly. That's the way we do it. Tell and, people uh, that start with an S. Our station manager is Scott, and he's equally as tall as these gents. So yes. Well, I think we're like Steve cubed this morning between uh, me, Briggs, and Arterburn. You know, we we've got three of us here, and we could just like really gang up on you. I no need for me. But uh, hopefully we wouldn't make you angry. I'm but if, if we do, if we would make you angry and ganging up on you in that way, we got the right guy for you to talk to. Excellent. You can help me out, Stephen, as we look at this topic. I think it just impacts so many of our lives. And you would say, because I was thinking about this coming in this morning, you would say that anger is a learned skill. 
And I wonder why you would say that. Well, if you um, are an angry person, then over time you refine uh, the way you express anger, uh, what seems to give you more relief, what seems to have a bigger impact on the people you're angry at. And so um, rather than resolve the original source of anger, you're refining and developing this skill. You know, it's a skill that causes you to kill somebody with a gun. You have to know how to point it and stuff. It doesn't make it a good skill. And uh, learning uh, how to refine the use of your anger isn't a good thing, but it's what people do. And, uh, you know, I have a 16-year-old son, and I continue to tell him, which I've told every one of my kids, it is your job to get over your mother. Now, that just out of nowhere sounds crazy and maybe misogynistic or whatever, but that is the job of every little boy is to get over mother. And if you look at angry men, I would say 90% of them have never gotten over mother. And many times dad is the guy that was the bad guy. You, we on our radio program, we hear it all the time. Alcoholic, he's the sex addict and all that. But they have a relationship with this guy and they're angry at mother because she didn't fix it. So that's one source, but an extremely common source of the root of the anger. We have to resolve that or we end up with this out of control, bitterness, resentment, and anger, which destroys us and everybody else around us. I, I'm glad you began to talk a little bit about mother because I'm like, where are we going with this? But I, I think that, yeah. you know, I, I could see uh, how you get there. When you look at um, anger, I've often heard people say that anger is basically a response. It's a secondary response to another emotion. Like it's a not the primary emotion. Is that true? Is anger, you know, just the way that we vent another emotion or is anger itself an emotion? Well, I think definitely anger is um, an emotion. And the three big ones, I think, in the Christian world uh, certainly are uh, resentment, bitterness, anger. That's one, even though I named three there. And then, of course, fear is uh, huge. And then shame is a, is a real driving, negative, horrible emotion. But yeah, I mean, in a way, it can be secondary, but it is primary to everybody around you, uh, and it all, and it's also the very thing that you need to deal with. Whenever um, you know somebody talks to me about every man's battle, um, and they say, "Well, I, you know, I know I, I need to do some work and stuff. I don't know where to start." I always say, "Always, why don't you start working on your anger?" I've never, you know, I've been doing this a lot of years. Never had one person say, "Oh." Uh, anger isn't really a problem of mine. It's always a problem with a sex addict. And, you know, we talk about the father wound, and that is huge. We need to deal with it. But too often, the father wound uh, is there because the mother wasn't there to provide the healthy stuff. You know, a mother can, on her own, raise a healthy child, just like a father can do it too. It's not easy. You have to bring in a bunch of other people and stuff, but it all works together. And, but my friend, Dave Stoop, who died a couple of years ago, he's the one that started me thinking about this 40 years ago. He would say, 
It's always the mother. Now, he didn't mean the mother was the bad parent. He meant that's the hang up for most people is mother. Uh, dads were, you know, they go off to war. They, you know, There's all sorts of things that men do other than stay home and nurture. And so uh, it's kind of built into us to have a normal acceptance of some absence of the father or some distance, but it's not built into us to have an angry mother, distant mother, overly controlling mother. That's the kind of stuff that we have to be sure we deal with. And every person that's listening that would go, you know, I just don't agree with this at all. Well, just stop. Well, don't stop your car, but just keep driving. But think for a minute now about mom. We idealize mom oftentimes to the degree that we forget about maybe some of the unresolved stuff that we're dealing with. And I've used this verse with you guys before, but it's my favorite, Jeremiah 6, uh, 14. They treat the superficial wounds of my people. My, um, they treat the mortal wounds of my people with superficial treatments, and they don't even blush. Now, that's from Jeremiah. And so when we're saying to somebody who's got this really severe problem they've never resolved, and they are full of rage, you know, for us to say, pray more, read your Bible more, which are I believe in those things, very good things. But that can be more of the, the Band-Aid approach to something that really needs some major surgery done. And I was thinking along those lines as well, because the fruit of the spirit, we see self-control in there. Oftentimes yes. when somebody's dealing with anger, we just say, okay, well, you need to exercise more self-control. But just saying that feels very Band-Aid-ish. It has to well, go deeper. Well, it's true, though. They need to exercise self-control. And then they say, I can't do that. Or I'm unable to do it. Okay, so now let's find out why you're not able to do it. That's the problem is, you know, we need, like somebody says, well, uh, you're angry, bitter, you need to forgive. Okay, well, I've known I've needed to forgive. I'm a Christian. I've known I've needed to forgive, but I can't forgive. What? Okay, so now let's find out what is that thing that's pre uh, preventing me from forgiving, which could be that I don't want to let somebody off the hook. I think if I stay angry, then they're still on the hook for this. No, <laughs> how I feel has nothing to do with their life. And my, my theme has always been to give negative people from the past, negative influence, as little real estate in your brain as possible. Just get it off the lot. This is kind of my theme in life. And that takes some work. Hmm. Uh, speaking of work, for the person who does recognize that they have anger issues and they're not able to exercise that self-control and that fruit of the Spirit in that way, they're like, I, I know it's a problem. I hear you saying I need to uh, do some work, but I don't even know what that means. I don't know how to start. Okay. What, when, what does it mean to do some work, Stephen? Well, great. Best question of the morning. Okay. Sorry, Don, but that is the, that's the highlight. All right. So first of all, most common thing would be, uh, let's say I have a parent that hasn't been great. We'll just leave it at that. Maybe I need to grieve the loss of the parent I never had. Maybe I really do, rather than idealize or try to ignore, maybe the big thing is to get with another person and express the anger, the sadness, uh, the disappointment, start to resolve, cry, 
tears that I've never even known I needed to cry. And then all of a sudden, I moved from the grieving process into accepting that person as a broken human being who maybe did their best with the way, because they were raised horrifically or whatever. I start to accept them. I move from, from bitterness and grief, and then I can accept, then I can embrace my reality and live into it and get beyond it. And that's the key, see? It's not just getting through something or getting over it. It's getting beyond it. And the beyond part is now I'm helping other people resolve their problem, their anger. I'm, I'm in a support group, maybe just sharing my own story. Maybe that's all I do. Or I'm now I'm running a support group or I become a Christian counselor or something like that. But the real key is start with anger, bitterness, uncried, un, uncried tears, unexpressed emotion. Let's go back. And there are millions of Christians that will tell you, do not go back. Just keep moving. Don't worry about that. Let the past be past. But if the past is seeping into your future and destroying relationships, it's not the past. It's the present. So deal with that present problem, which is so often anger. And there's freedom from it. Stephen Arterburn, our guest today, 100 Days to Freedom from Anger, the book we're discussing. He's also uh, the project, the Life Recovery Bible has come out as well. Many others, you probably know him from Every Man's Battle, as we talk to this uh, largest largest faith-based broadcast in counseling. I love that we get to talk to the founder and chairman of New Life Ministries. And that conversation continues. 100 Days to Freedom from Anger. Don and Steve in the morning, Moody Radio. Find us on YouTube at Don and Steve. That's a great way to connect. You can also call 800-555-7898 to join the conversation as we're talking with Stephen Arterburn this morning. Stephen is founder and chairman of New Life Ministries, author of a ton of books, including one called 100 Days to Freedom from Anger. Can you really be free from anger? Well, yeah, we're talking about how this morning. Uh, Stephen, as uh, we dive back into the conversation here, I want to welcome an anonymous caller from Alabama to uh, uh, join us. Uh, Anonymous, welcome. You're on with Stephen Arterburn. Uh, Thank you for having me. Sure. Do you have a question Uh, or comment? Well, just just a comment. Uh, I'm 58, and over the years, I keep looking back. You know, right now I struggle from a battle with uh, alcohol, and uh, I go to... uh, psychiatrist and uh, I take Ativan and uh, but looking back over the years I see things that my mom did that aren't right Uh, she used to talk about uh, my dad to me you know berate him you know, he, he was, you know, my mom and dad were graduated ninth and 10th grade. They had me in their 40s. But, um, hey, let, let me ask you, let me ask you a question real quick. Let me ask you a question. Your, your mom said stuff about your father. Well, was she accurate? Did, was your father, uh, did, was he involved with alcohol or drugs or absent or, no, or whatever? No, was she, he, he wasn't, but she uh, made fun of him. Okay. Uh, well, let me let me suggest and, something uh, to you. Let, let me suggest something to you. 
if you went, if you stopped seeing a psychiatrist and taking Ativan for the alcohol problem and started uh, in a recovery group, and we'll get your address, I'll send you a life recovery Bible. If you start working the 12 steps from a Christian perspective, these things would be resolved because um, within those steps, there's a there's a restitution, there's a making it right step that is so huge. And it leads you to seeing other people like yourself, just flawed, broken people. So you would go from this anger about your mom to being able to accept your mom. But here are the two things, most important thing I could say to you, the two things that keep people from uh, recovery or uh, into their addiction. First is rationalization. You know, it's not that bad, or maybe I could do this. And the second one is projection, where we say, well, it's their fault. You know, it's it, or if they would do this, I would do this. So I would just say uh, it's probably a very serious God moment that we got together because I've worked with alcoholism, alcoholics for uh, over 40 years. And I know that you could have freedom from all of this if you get into a Christian, like we have life recovery groups everywhere, get into that Christian recovery program, never drink again. You will not have problems with alcohol. I haven't had... Uh, alcohol for decades. And I, I don't need it. I don't want it. Uh, but it was a big part of my life. That could be the same for you. How much better to be struggling at re resolving this thing with mom, which you are so honestly and openly talking about, which is great. Be better to put all that energy there than in struggling with I'm continuing to have problems with alcohol. Just get alcohol off the table and you do that. Uh, by humble submission and surrender and getting involved with other people that want to do that too. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much for your call there from Alabama yeah. this morning. So appreciate that because this is real life. If we get very honest about the things that are happening in our lives, that's when we start to see the Lord take apart what is holding us captive. And Stephen Arterburn, as we talk about your 100 days to freedom from anger, and then you mentioned the Life Recovery Bible there, I would be very curious if you're able to share what you deal with when it comes to anger. Well, you know, um, I, had, I had many things in my life to be angry about. And I, and I guess um, the thing that that surprises me that comes up the most is just anger at myself. Uh, you know, I have attention deficit disorder and all this stuff. And I just continue uh, to have to deal with self anger when I do stuff I've been doing for years. So that that's the thing that kind of shocks me so much that that's the area that I have to deal with. But you know, um, I deal with it and it doesn't control me. The latest book I wrote, you know, is every a believer's thought life. And that's where, you know, you can find some freedom from the stuff on the surface, I think. But anybody that is, and I want to talk to that severe, bitter, angry person who's, who's a believer, you know, you really uh, have an obligation to do something about that. You can't go to church, say nice things, and go home and just be mean uh, to your family. And we talk about agape love and all sorts of types of love. But if you are in a relationship 
and you don't have compassionate love, you, you've got to look at why is that? Why don't I even have uh, the kind of compassion you'd have for a dog laying on the side of the road? You need to have that for the person that every person that lives in your house. And if you don't, that's that blaring traffic light that says, hey, stop, come on, let's do something different. And that's what um, 100 Days to Freedom from Angry Anger does. Do get into this devotional material for 100 days, and it's going to lead you into those paths that need to be resolved. Oh, and you're going to want more and more freedom. It's a beautiful thing when God starts to work in us and through us. And Stephen Arterburn helping so many people through the years and helping us through this book, 100 Days to Freedom from Anger. We continue our conversation with Stephen here in just a bit. Moody Radio. Join the conversation on 800-555-7898. It's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Oh, because it's tough to talk about. I appreciate your bravery as you make that call. As we talk to Stephen Arterburn, and of course, Stephen, founder and chairman of New Life Ministries, and that's the nation's largest faith-based broadcast counseling treatment ministry. Uh, 10 million books in print. Not too shabby there, Stephen Arterburn. The Life Recovery Bible is one of the things we just talked about this morning. You have a couple of other projects that have released, one that's coming. Today we're referencing 100 Days to Freedom from Anger, and I have a question about that. But you said there are two other Bibles that are helpful for walking this side of eternity, that you and your wife have been part of those projects. Share that. We we published in uh, December the uh, one-year Bible for women, and she wrote all the commentary and devotions, and I did the commentary and devotions for one-year Bible for men. Uh, Hers is a far superior product, as pointed out to me by the um, publisher, but um, they're they're really wonderful. The feedback has been great. And then I just, uh, this month, uh, Every Believer's Thought Life is published, and I think that can be a big help. But Life Recovery Bible, you know, we're Bible people. We've been involved in uh, 12 Bible projects, but Life Recovery Bible just sold its 4 million copy, and it's the one that Prison Fellowship gives away. It's Pew Bible for Salvation Army, uh, 1-800-NEW-LIFE. You get a copy of any of these Bibles or get some help uh, in the things from the things that you're struggling with. That's what we're here for is to help you. Fabulous resources, and we're talking about the things we can do to mitigate anger, get rid of it, recognize what's causing it. There are things, though, I'm going to guess, not to do. Stephen Arterburn, what do you not do when it comes to anger? Well, Don, I think that's really the question of the 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 best question of the whole interview here, and uh, so (laughs) you 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 beat Steve there. (laughs) So so here's what people here to do. You know, hear that if you if you're angry, you need to express that to the person you're angry about and let. Well, uh, if I'm angry and I'm telling you how angry I am all the time, uh, the division that that's going to cause in the relationship is is going to be worse than the anger. So I I think that's really uh, why a lot of conflict just goes on and on is because somebody thinks I need to express this because many times. That anger is about the other person. They're not meeting expectations, criticism, control, all this stuff. So I need to be, if I don't have a friend that I can express some of that to, I certainly need uh, somebody, a mentor, a counselor, something uh, where I can express this to them. And then they could help me see, well, here's where that's kind of off 
line and here's where that's not really uh, helping you or here's your thinking problem there. Now, maybe I could resolve some of that anger and I don't have, a, have the need to destroy the connection every time I feel angry. There are certain things I need to express. You know, if if my uh, wife were drinking every night, uh, I'd be angry about that and I'd need to do something about that. So I'm not talking about ignoring real problems. What I'm talking about is, you know, the Bible says the sin that we experience doesn't come from them. It comes from within. And so let's deal with me first before I go expressing anger. And if you're always angry and critical and disappointment, disappointed, that's your problem because you either haven't done the right things to get them the help they need, or you're not dealing with you and they're such a big target, you're able to focus on a lot of stuff. So we got to come right back to us. But the, the view that I always need to be expressing my anger to the other person, that is a destroyer of relationships. And you need to deal with the source of your anger rather than spewing it out in the relationship. Mm. You know, Stephen, you talk about the fact that we do have these real feelings and emotions. Anger does uh, rise up within us. And um, is is the number one thing to do then to actually give release to that, to, to find another healthy person to talk to, not the person that we're angry at? Well, I think the first thing, and, and I talk about this in uh, every believer's thought life, is let's just say, I go, man, I am so angry that you, why don't you turn that into what God wants you to do, and that is to pray without ceasing, be in constant relationship with God. So you go, I'm so angry. Okay, and then you stop, God, okay, here I am. Uh, help me, Lord, because I, here I am again in this state, and you have sent the Prince of Peace uh, you want me to have peace? I don't. So now I start to talk to God. So this horrible thing becomes something that gets me into my prayer life and direct communication and connection with God. So I would say that's probably the first thing. And then the second thing would be you really do have to do some work. And there could be uh, working the steps, 12-step 12, 12 recovery, those things deal with this, help you resolve this. You know, in recovery, we say you, you don't have the luxury to have a resentment, but then also the, the dealing with someone else and expressing it to someone else, that, that I think is the big step. But also, of course, we pray for God to help us because sometimes people are delivered from things. But even if you're delivered from this, well, you need to have something that replaces the this. You need to have a growth program that builds character where there was this unresolved anger issue. Stephen, in the last minute we have, I have a question about anger and control. Are they linked? Is there something about these two things that are working in tandem? Well, yes. If you are a controlling person, uh, anger gives you the feeling of strength, power. I'm in control. And so you stick with it rather than seeing how it's destroying relationship and also uh, destroying you. So the controller versus the person who is uh, living in acceptance and uh, forgiveness and grace, that controlling person will have a very hard time giving up the anger and all of the the kind of the pseudo benefits or strength and power and control that it, it makes you feel. Hmm. 
That is Stephen Arterburn. He has uh, written the book, 100 Days to Freedom from Anger. A couple other things we've mentioned uh, this hour is the Life Recovery Bible could be a huge help uh, to you. The one-year Bible devotion, uh, one-year for, uh, Bible for men, one-year for women. And Stephen, for those who want to connect with you, just uh, real briefly, and we'll, we'll put the links up on our uh, Facebook page, what's the best way for them to uh, get a hold and connect with your ministry? Just uh, either go to newlife.com or 1-800-NEW-LIFE. With ADHD, it's hard to connect with me, but that, those yeah. are the best ways. <laughs> what, uh, listen to us on radio. We're on new uh, on YouTube channel, New Life Live YouTube, and uh, Sirius XM 131 uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, and a lot of local stations, too. Well, Thank we, w- you. we want to connect you with uh, Stephen Arterburn and New Life Ministries. And so we're going to put all that relevant info on the Facebook page on Facebook. You're just looking for Don and Steve in the morning. This is Moody Radio.